Hi, I'm Emily with the Limitless Female Podcast. You are listening to episode 96, the first step to making friends with your feelings. Woman, welcome. If you're a mama who is feeling all the feels of motherhood, the ups and downs of hormones, and maybe even depression, then you are in the right place. Limitless Female is your confident inner voice, helping you master your mood and create the epic life that calls you. My goal is to show you just how enough you are so you can show up limitless in your own life. Let's get started. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to the podcast. Today, I'm really excited to share with you guys one of the new um, modules that I've created for a brand new program that is coming out. This program is called Shift Your Emotions, and we are focusing on processing emotion and leaning into emotion. Um, This is the part of the program that will be self-paced. You guys will be able to go in there, do the videos, do the worksheets, see real change. We're gonna have a challenge in there where you're gonna be able to challenge yourself to get rid of a behavior, but in a way that feels good and that's permanent, okay? A lot of times the behaviors that we have in our lives are why we feel out of control. Can you guys relate to like yelling at your kids and feeling almost as if you have no choice? Like there is no other way. And even though you see another way, you can't seem to be that person, right? Same thing with food. You know eating a different amount of food or a different type of food would make you feel better or help you be at a healthy weight, right? Or make you stronger. And yet, even though you know what to do, you can't seem to get yourself to do it. Well, a lot of the work I do one-to-one when we are in person in this program is going to be working on your thoughts because that is really the deepest level that we go. That is like really treating the root cause of the issue. Okay. So that's what we'll do in person. And it's a group program, but you guys will each get coached every single week And there'll only be three to four other people on the call. And I think that you'll find it's a really amazing experience. And it's, it's not really like a communal coaching. Nobody comments on your coaching. Um, but it feels very accelerated because not only are you being coached on your own things that you're going through and your own thoughts, but you're getting to hear four other scenarios and they're getting coached. And you're hearing their thoughts that are the problem and how to deal with it. And you will find that your progress will fly through this nine week coaching program and you will see such amazing results in your mood. Okay. So we'll spend a lot of that time one-to-one in these, these many groups as we coach, coaching on the thought. Okay. On you managing your thoughts, choosing your thoughts intentionally, questioning your thoughts, But when you're not with me and when you're in the chaos of your life, I really want you guys to know and understand the skill of processing emotion or leaning into your emotion, because I have found that to be the most effective way to get relief from any depression, anxiety, um, all the emotions that seem to overtake us and make us feel out of control. Well, I have found that leaning into emotion is the way 
to get over emotion. It's the resisting of it, right? The decision that we don't want to feel it. All of those thoughts that increase our negative emotion and make it last longer. But leaning in is not really a scary process. And so I have created all new modules for you guys to teach you how to truly lean into your emotions and process them when you're not writing a model, using this tool that I teach for you to really manage your mind. When you're not doing it, I want you to be able to manage your emotions in the moment. And I want you to learn how to bring down anxiety without doing that compulsive behavior like binge eating or yelling or pulling up Netflix or taking a nap, all of which are fine, but I want you to be able to choose what you want to do and not be stuck to these behaviors that you feel are taking away from your daily life. So I am offering you today the first module in this self-paced program that comes with the group coaching program that is coming up. This is the first time I've ever done this and it is incredible. You guys, I've taken everything that I have used with my one-on-one clients. I have added modules, added worksheets, and I have put it into a nine week back to back group coaching course called shift your emotions. Um, because I want you to see amazing results at the end. And I want you guys to be excited about it. And I want you to feel like investing in you that you're worth it because you see the amazing results that come out of it so that you have confidence to continue to put time and energy into you. Okay. I don't want you coming and doing a course and feeling like, oh my gosh, I wasted money on me. No, we're not going to do that. You guys are going to come see amazing results, feel better, feel incredible relief from your mood and feel in control of your life again, even with depression. Okay. Um, so here is the first module of this group coaching online paced module. And I am teaching you guys the first step to processing your emotion. And if you guys want to hear all the rest of the steps and the modules and get weekly coaching from me, you got to come to my informational meeting slash webinar called making friends with your feelings. And it is on September 1st. So if you are interested in coming that, learning more about the group coaching program, seeing if it's right for you, um, asking me questions live and hearing me teach a little bit about what we're doing and what you can expect. And if it's right for you, who it's not for, um, then you need to come to this informational meeting. So again, it's September 1st and you can scroll down you guys and click the link below in the show notes and you guys can register for that. So you guys can get reminders and the link to join the call on the first. All right, you guys, let's do this. Hey everybody. Welcome to the second part of your online self-paced experience for this program. I am so excited to be adding this additional training in here for you, for you mamas, for you women, because all of the things we've been talking about before that relate to the model and specifically your thoughts, okay? Managing your thoughts that are running around in your head that you haven't quite identified as true or false or maybe aren't serving you. They're creating additional problems in your life, right? What you make things mean, what you make the things your husband does mean, what you make your kids not listening to you mean. All of that is what we will focus on a lot in our coaching weekly, okay? But when you're not coaching with me, when you can't sit down quietly and create a model, 
and journal at night, okay? You are gonna need additional tools and that is where we really need to learn how to process emotion, okay? Because for a lot of you, you believe the problem is the behavior, okay? You come to me because you're tired of repeating a behavior that you can't seem to stop, which is why when I talk about depression online, it doesn't always ring true to people because they're like, I mean, my depression is kind of a problem, but the real problem is that I am constantly yelling at my kids, right? Or the real problem is that I keep binge eating in the pantry, or the real problem is that I can't seem to be intimate with my spouse at night because I'm so exhausted from the previous day. And you want help with the behavior, okay? But the behavior is not really the problem. Do you guys know this? The behavior is not really the problem because do you know somebody else who does not have a problem with that behavior? What do you guys think? Do your kids care when they binge eat in the pantry? Probably not, right? I have a girlfriend that maybe talks to her kids in a more loud, serious voice, like their everyday chatting would be called a yell in your house. I know my kids are really sensitive, so they're like, you're yelling at me. And I'm like, I just said, put your socks on with an elevated sock sound, right? And they're like, you're yelling at me again. Don't yell at me. <laughs> you're like, oh my gosh, right? I have sensitive, I have a sensitive child that's very sensitive to that, right? So we would say, or maybe we would say she yells and maybe she would say, I don't yell. The behavior is not the problem, you guys, because the behavior isn't the problem. The behavior is not what's making you more depressed or unfulfilled or overwhelmed, Okay? That is not the problem. The problem is how you feel. And that is why women eventually come to me because they don't know if that's the problem yelling, but they know that they're not happy. They know that they feel out of control and they want to feel in control. They want to feel powerful. They want to feel, they hear all these people talking about like women empowerment and and um, just strength and standing in our power, but they're like, I feel totally out of control you know, due to my circumstances. And so the real reason we want to learn to process our emotions is because we want to feel in control of the behaviors because we want to feel happy, okay? The behaviors are simply a symptom of how we feel, okay? They are not the real problem. So in order to treat a symptom at the root, instead of just cutting off the symptom, like stop yelling at your kids, we have to treat the root, which is the emotion, which is why we're gonna learn how to process emotion. Now, if you look out in the world, you're gonna find a lot of advice of how to change behaviors, okay? You're gonna hear about accountability coaching and you're gonna hear about um, habit stacking and changing your habits and you know how to have the perfect morning routine um, and how to go to bed on time at night so you can wake up in the morning. All of them are useful, but I would say the most effective and useful thing for me, and I found for a lot of women, is looking at the emotion, learning to be friends with your emotion, which I know sounds silly, but when you're willing to feel your emotion, everything seems to line up and we stop doing the behaviors that are creating additional shame for us, okay? So 
I want you guys, uh, if, if any of you experienced any kind of OCD, if you're diagnosed with OCD or you know somebody who does compulsive behaviors, I want to explain to you in a very simple, you know, non-scientific way, kind of what's going on. So something will happen that will create a thought for them. Okay. Someone will leave a tissue on a table and they'll think a thought like germs are going to be all over my house and then I'm going to get sick and then I'm going to die. Okay. And when they have this overwhelming thought, they feel an emotion. Let's just choose the emotion of anxiety. And then they try a behavior, especially when it's something they can't change. Okay. Like a memory. So it evokes a memory of something that happened. They'll maybe start pulling on their knuckles. Okay. They'll maybe start pulling on the knuckles. They'll start flipping the light switch on and off. They'll choose a behavior. And you guys, we can see that this behavior is not related. Okay. It is not actually clean the germs up. Even after they've cleaned up, they have very specific behaviors that they do. It's because they do those behaviors and their anxiety comes down. It's like a trick, right? Which is nice. It's awesome to have these little tricks. We all have these tricks. Okay. We step away. We go for a run. We drink more water. Um, we have all kinds of behaviors that bring down anxiety, but we all know that that anxiousness will come right back up and we'll believe we need to do the behavior again. Now, for someone with OCD, those behaviors are getting in the way of their life, which is why it is diagnosed, which is why they want help with it. Well, for many of you, the behaviors that are getting in the way of your happiness are binge eating, Netflixing, napping too much. Um, what else do I have here? Let's see. Blaming can really get rid of some shame and yelling. Those are all things that we do. And as soon as we do them, our anxiety comes down a little bit and our brain creates this loop where it's like yelling reduces anxiety. So now every time we feel anxiety, our voice starts to come up. Okay. And then our brain remembers again. Yes, that's right. Yelling reduces anxiety and it becomes this compulsion loop. Now, the reason I'm explaining this to you guys is because the way that they break this OCD compulsion loop is by exposure therapy. They put them in situations where they have to think the thoughts that create this strong emotion for them. But instead of doing the compulsive behavior, they sit with the feeling and they sit for as long as it takes for the emotion to come up and then start to go down because it tells them two things. It tells them that they have the ability to regulate their own anxiety, right? And that anxiety is not dangerous, that nothing happened. It was not a symbol that something greater was going to happen. There was no necess necessity to get rid of the anxiety to live. Okay. So that helps us change our present and our future. Not only do we have to stop, we get to stop doing those compulsive behaviors that make us feel out of control but we're also willing to do hard things in the future because we know anxiety is not really an indicator of danger that we should stop, that it's not going to be okay. We know it's a simple emotion that we are friends with, that we're used to, and we know what to do with. I've heard many people refer to emotions as um, riding in the backseat of the car. They don't get to pick the music. They don't get a drive. They don't even get to say where we go, but they can get in the back. Okay. 
it's this idea that we don't need to get rid of emotion. We just need to get really good at feeling it, okay, and being with it because life gets so much better from there. So these things like Netflixing and napping and eating, none of them are bad on their own. And I actually think it's good to have some buffers in our life. I don't think we should just get rid of everything at once or even ever, okay? But I want you guys to have the choice to do so. If you guys want to stop eating chocolate, I want you to be able to. I don't want you to feel out of control. Or if you have a buffer that you do that's creating a net negative effect in your life, it's not serving you like yelling. I want you to have the choice to fix it, okay? So the first step that I want you guys to to work on when it talks about stopping the model at the emotional level instead of at the thought level, right? When you're out and feeling the emotion, the first step of these four that I'm going to teach you in this series of videos is to name the emotion. Okay. And name it and get very specific. I know I've used the emotion of anxiety. Anxiety to me is like an emotional storm. It is full of so many feelings, okay? It starts as, as confused and then it's overwhelmed because there's so much to be confused about. And then we have another thought about the overwhelm that makes us feel invisible. And then we have another thought of shame. And now we have the storm of emotions, right? And we call it anxiety. Well, anxiety is really hard to move through. Okay. The first step I would take in having a big emotion like depression or anxiety or overwhelm would be to name a specific emotion. Now, if you look at like a color wheel, okay, you are going to see emotions in the center. These are primary emotions. They're very basic, straightforward emotions. And they're the emotions a lot of my clients will give to me if they're not giving me a really big emotion like anxiety, right? Okay, but if you couldn't say anxiety, what would you say? And they'll give me an emotion like um, sad or scared, okay? But if you look up the color wheel, we have more specific emotions, okay? Instead of scared, we have confused or rejected or helpless. Helpless is one I get a lot from my clients. And then if you go up that wheel more, you have discouraged so I'd say, is it helpless or discouraged, right? And maybe they're like, no, yes, it's discouraged. Like I've tried before and I can't do it again. Okay, now we have so much more information. When we name an emotion specifically, we can get a much better indicator of what we are thinking that's creating that emotion when we're ready to run a model, okay? So naming it's really important. Number two, it separates us from the emotion. So naming the emotion discouraged, I'm feeling discouraged. It separates us from the emotion because we're not saying I am discouraged or I am just sad. It's like we have a diagnosis. You know, when you're diagnosed with depression or even the flu or a virus, you're like relieved because you have answers because you know what's going on and you know what to do next. We need a diagnosis for this emotion. So we're going to diagnose it with a name oh, you know what you're feeling? That's discouragement. Remember that emotion? You totally got through it last year. You can totally get through it next year or today, right? When we have a label, we know what to do with it and we have more power. 
The same way I speak about overwhelm. I don't ever say I'm overwhelmed. I say I'm experiencing a lot of overwhelm. It gives me power to stop feeling overwhelmed when I'm ready, when I'm done processing it, which is what we're doing here. Okay. The third reason um, that we need to identify a feeling is like I said before, it helps us get more specific with what thought is creating it. Okay. Um, so that is going to be really, really useful. I'm excited for you guys to continue on learning about how to process emotion. In the final video, I'm going to wrap it all together for you and give you very clear step-by-step -step of the four steps to leaning into emotion to a point where we break this compulsive loop and we actually have our own emotion come down and train our brain that the behavior we were doing never worked anyway and that we can absolutely handle that emotion, okay? And that we're good at it and we have the tools to do it. And then we'll have experience and stories and history to draw on that we can do it, you guys. Um, I'm excited to talk with you guys next time about finding the emotion in your body, which is really, really important to processing it. All right, I'll see you guys there. All right, you guys, if you loved that and you are interested in learning steps two, three, four, and five of leaning in and processing your emotion, which will be such a massive and amazing tool for you when you can't sit down and journal or meditate or run a model and you're still working on that specific thought and still getting coached in it, you're going to want to come and join my group coaching program. Um, the informational meeting again is September 1st. You guys can scroll down to the show notes below and you will find a link. Click there and simply give me your name and email and I'll make sure to give you a link to that September 1st informational meeting. I hope to see you there and have an amazing week. Bye-bye. If you have questions about anything you've learned here on the podcast or want help with something going on in your own life, hop on a free coaching call with me. In just 30 minutes, you'll have real tools for your unique situation. Go to limitlessfemalecoaching.com forward slash work with me, or you can find a link in the show notes below. Spots are limited, so grab one before you miss it.